Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Welcome into Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. As always, we're broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Northwest Motorsports, new to Montana, new to Missoula. Located at the corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also find them online, nwmsrocks.com. Time to get to today. It is a Friday. Rajim Seabrook, my regular Friday co-host, he will be here. He's just got a little bit of something to take care of. But he'll be here about 4.45, 5 o'clock. But all sorts of different things to talk about. we got football at a variety of different levels, college and high school football to talk about. And, of course, the NFL as well. Get you all prepped up for your NFL weekend. Also going to talk some football, some soccer, that is, because state soccer playoffs are 
raging, and the championship Saturday commences uh, this weekend, so just 24 hours away from the crowning of state champions. Some very familiar names in a variety of these state championship matches for both the AA and A levels for boys and girls. So we'll get you all updated on all of that as well, and then uh, hopefully have some little a little bit of fun as well. I was thinking this while I was driving here. Um <laughs> I was, I was trying to send Andrew, our producer. And by the way, Andrew Houghton will join us here in just a moment to uh, talk Big Sky Conference football, what's going on around the league uh, this weekend. Get you prepped up a little bit for the Grizz game. But we're going to save some of that just because we do have our ESPN College Game Day pregame show tomorrow, our ESPN Twisted Tailgate down there at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot adjacent to the uh, walking bridge right next to the University of Montana campus. So we'll be on air from about 1030 Excuse me, from 10 until 11.30. Uh, PSA, it is a noon kick tomorrow. So a little earlier than maybe what you're accustomed to. A lot earlier than what the Grizz have been accustomed to this year. Three night games for Montana already. And I guess last week could probably count as sort of a night game too because it was like an evening game. It was started at 4.30 local time, 5.30 here. But it was dark outside by the time that thing got over. So a lot of night games. We're back to the afternoon here, at least tomorrow. So we'll be broadcasting to you. Uh, hour and a half before the game and then an hour afterwards as well. Very excited to welcome back in good buddy Ryan Tutel. He'll be rolling with us tomorrow. Uh, Rajim, I think he's going to swing by as well. And, of course, Andrew will be there and myself. So come hang out with us, Badlanders Slinging Drinks. we got all sorts of swag from Twisted Tea and our bunch of our other sponsors. Got a chance for you to win a uh, little ride around on the Montana Party Bus. we got all sorts of stuff for you. And... Today, speaking of that game, we got two tickets for you, and you're going to have to come get them from us tomorrow. So stay tuned for that as well. How are you going to win those tickets? 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. I was driving, as I was saying, I was driving around earlier and uh, on my way here, and uh, Andrew asked me about the outline, and so I was going to text him. Uh, I was at a stoplight. Okay, I know it's still not the greatest. Shouldn't be texting your car, but I was, wasn't driving. I was a stop, at the stop sign. Um, and, but all I was thinking, I just had this thought. I thought to myself, I can't believe that there's not an option for phones now that aren't touchscreen. I, j- I just can't handle the touchscreen. <laughs> My big fat thumbs. I mean, I'm misspelling every other word in the book. I can't even handle it. So uh, that's just my rant for the day. I wish there was a non-touchscreen option. I know that's antiquated and makes me seem like an old curmudgeon, but it is saying for me. <laughs> Unbelievable. You want to watch the show, listen to the show anywhere besides the traditional radio or the traditional television, you can always stream it at our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live. Or you can watch us on YouTube as well. YouTube channel is looking great. Please go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Try to build that uh, viewership up. And it's going to be at least a part of your entry into our huge fall giveaway. We have all sorts of stuff for you. We got two different prizes. One is a cooler, a grill, and an otter box from Twisted Tea. The other, a smoker, a Traeger smoker, a beef box from Haymaker Beef, and a whole boatload of Alpine Touch. It's multiple steps, but these are not complicated steps for you to enter this contest. Subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go follow those three places, Alpine Touch, Haymaker Beef, and ESPN Missoula on Instagram and Facebook, and then text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029.
Also got a little surprise for you here on the Friday of Halloween. By the way, it is a Friday. That means it's a Floco Friday. I'm sipping on some green tea, getting a little hydrated. I'm going to have some Americano, too. I doubled down. Got two drinks today. I uh, need the liquids for sure. Need the uh, the cleansing from the tea and the uh, caffeine from the Americano. No matter where you're at in Missoula or around the state of Montana, there's a Florence Coffee Company near you. Swing on by one of their kiosks. You can stay up late on a Friday night, get a little caffeine in your life. Maybe you want a pumpkin spice drink, some sort of pumpkin anything. They got all sorts of pumpkin stuff going on over there at uh, Floco. I know a lot of you guys love the pumpkin. I'm not trying to say anything about Florence Coffee. I think Florence Coffee does great work no matter what sort of drink they're making you. I'm just not a pumpkin guy, but I know so many of you are, so go get yourself a little pumpkin action as well. Uh, Florence Coffee, proud sponsor of our Friday shows here at Nuanas Now. I'm having a hard time with this game tomorrow because, you know, I love going to football games for sure. And, you know, the alternative where we were going to no football games weren't very good. It was not a good alternative. But I, uh, it's just not very interesting tomorrow. And I say that, maybe it'll be a great game. It'll be a close game. Maybe Southern Utah will fight hard. You never know when one team's going to play really well and another one's not going to. I just find that I like stories, and there's just not a lot of great stories on Southern Utah, and that disappoints me only because Southern Utah used to be a team that had so many stories. So uh, I've been struggling with that part just a little bit. Um, But we're going to talk a little bit more about the actual ins and outs of this game a little later on today, and then, of course, tomorrow during the pregame show. Um, oh, I, I, I forgot when I got derailed by my pumpkin. One other thing, 888 If you text us what your Halloween costume is right now, today, anytime today, 406-888-1029, any of those texts, I'm giving you a one day of a freebie. You don't have to follow all the instructions, go subscribe, all that. Just give us your Halloween costume right now or anytime throughout this show. 888-1029, and that'll get you entered into that fall giveaway as well. We're just doing this as a once-off, but I want to hear what everybody's wearing for their Halloween costume. So that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that tomorrow's game is could be fun only because there could be some fun costumes. And, uh, you know, I, I, again, games are not played on paper. You never know what's going to happen. You never know when Southern Utah might bring it. You never know when maybe the, the Grizzlies don't have a good day, whatever. And I know Montana has not looked as invincible uh, as they did towards the beginning of the year. But this is still a pretty big mismatch. I actually haven't even seen a line for this game yet, but it seems like it's a pretty big mismatch. And so usually I just I like the good stories. And Southern Utah used to have so many good stories, and they just don't quite have as many good stories yet. I don't know why it's eluding me so much, but it, it is. So we bring now in Andrew Houghton. We're going to talk more about the specifics of this game a little bit later on. But first I want to start with the Montana team that doesn't play this weekend because I do think that there's a there's a dichotomy to what Montana State has accomplished. On one hand, they're the hottest team in the Big Sky Conference. They've won seven games in a row. They're seven and one this season. Their one loss was a one field goal loss at Laramie, uh, in Laramie, at Wyoming. And uh, they have. It's not just been that they have won seven in a row. They've done it decisively. I mean, the only real non-decisive victory was against Weber State, but that was an upset on the road. I'm not going to say upset, but that was a, a defeating the co-champions or the, the defending Big Sky Conference champions for the first time in their barn in almost 10 years. Montana State struggled in Ogden for sure. 
So it's a big win for Weber State, or over Weber State, that is. That said, the dichotomy exists for the Bobcats because they have won their games in decisive fashion. They're incredibly talented. They have put to rest any notion that they weren't going to play hard or that they wouldn't be able to mesh and acclimate quickly with the new coaching staff, with Brent Vegan and most of the new assistants there at MSU. Yet, who have they played with the exception of Weaver State and who have they played that throws the ball at all? And that's why I think going into this bye week, it's an interesting position Montana State's in. They are 5-0 and in the Big Sky Conference. They sit atop the standings all by themselves. They have Eastern Washington on the horizon. Eastern Washington is also on a bye this week. They are coming off of a one-point loss to Weber State, 35-34 in Cheney last weekend. It's interesting to think that the team that's in the driver's seat that I proclaim to have the most talent in the Big Sky Conference is still a team that has a question mark around it only because it seems as if I'm not going to say they're unproven because, again, if you're just decisively beating the teams that you are favorited against, that's what college football is, especially in a huge and in this specific point in time, diluted league like the Big Sky. Um, I, I just I think that Montana State, there's still something left to be answered. I think this team's really good. I also think that it's not out of the realm of possibilities that they lose multiple games down the stretch just because of who they have remaining on their schedule. I also don't think it's impossible for Eastern Washington or Montana to lose multiple games down the stretch either, but we bring in Andrew Houghton, our producer here at Nuanas now. And uh, Andrew, I mean, wh- what are you, where are you at with the Cats? Because again, they've been just, you line them up, they knock them down. Yet, I have no real way of gauging this matchup next weekend against Eastern because I think there's a lot of strengths for Montana State. But there's also a couple places that haven't been tested at all where Eastern could just make so much money. So I'm just I'm I'm still up in the air on what I think of this Bobcat team. Yeah, I think they're in a really interesting place. There's, like you said, two minds with this Montana State team. Uh, to me, I think they feel most like, you know, on a national level when we're talking about them, they feel most like sort of the sleeping giant still because nobody's talking about them because they haven't had the big national showcase like Montana has or like Eastern Washington has. I mean, they, they feel a little bit like the shark just hanging out under the surface of the water. <laughs> That's a great analogy. That nobody can see and nobody's right. talking about, but right. they might just be absolute monsters, right? That's, that's exactly right. The, you want to know one other thing I was thinking about, and this is sort of a referendum on talk radio at large, <laughs> not to throw us under the bus, but it's true. When things are controversial or up and down or there's like inconsistencies or there's these glaring weaknesses, you talk about it way more. Like when the Grizz are all the way down to their fifth or sixth running back, we talk about it every day. Montana State's had no injuries until this last weekend, and even those sound like minor ones. They're not going to keep anybody out. There's been no quarterback drama. There's been no drama, period. Like they play the same guys every weekend, and all those guys look great. And I think, I almost think it's not that they're uninteresting. We just haven't talked about them as much on this show because, one, they've played subpar opponents by and large but also there's been no real volatility within the thing it's just been linear just good the whole time everything about it is just good so far right which i think is exactly the way that that brent vegan likes it i mean that seems to suit his personality a lot montana state's new head coach and they've missed a couple opportunities to really enter that conversation because they they didn't get the fbs win like montana and eastern washington did even though they should have won that game against wyoming so that's a missed opportunity for them to be discussed. And then their Weber State win is really diluted because of where Weber State was at that point in the season. You know, last year, two years ago, three years ago, 
going and beating Weber State in Ogden would be probably the marquee win of any team in the conference. And this right. year, it's just not quite that. The thing that's going to be so interesting, too, though, about this is that Weber State win is going to look damn good at the end of the year if Weber State just rolls all the way to 7-4. and four. They started out tough. They played multiple top 10 teams. I mean, Weber State played Utah, and then they played UC Davis and James Madison within their first five games. So they played two top 10 FCS teams and an, uh, one of the better teams in the Pac-12. Absolutely, so, and they've had issues with their quarterback, too. I mean, Bronson Barron's missed some time. Like, like when Weber has a home playoff game, then that, that win for Montana State's going to look really good. You know what I mean? So uh, it, it is just fascinating. I, I also think, too, though, I have long proclaimed that one of the biggest advantages that North Dakota State has had, besides talent, has been consistency in everything that they do. And I'm not just talking about coaching staff and players. I'm talking about in the branding of the university, the message that they send. NDSU and the Fargo Media Corps is is more elite compared to the market and the level than North Dakota State is as an FCS football team. The NDSU media core that covers them, like the sports information and the, the TV news stations and the reporting and all the writers and everybody, those, that's all top-notch. It's big league. I mean, those guys are awesome. They do such a good job. You watch North Dakota State football games, there's no real difference in production value from watching Notre Dame on NBC or watching the SEC on ABC, you know? Like, it is flawless. We're, we're, we're talking every week making fun of these big sky schools for not being able to get their live streams going. North Dakota State has just been so flawless in it. I see the, the influence on all that, though, in Brent Vegan. Brent Vegan straight tells it like it is. He doesn't do it in any sort of inflammatory or entertaining fashion. He's very quite straight to the point and very boring. But because but he also doesn't beat around the bush. He, he he tells you everything. I mean, there's no real secrets over there. They address injuries. It's all of this stuff. You know, he's not really necessarily going into the details of the injury. But I also think that's a part of it too, though, is that uh, there's there's no real well, what about this and this and this. There's not all this gamesmanship. I mean, like Cam Humphrey was on the sideline the other week, even though it's very clear he wasn't going to play. That kind of stuff isn't happening at Montana State. So it's it just I just find it interesting. Yeah, and what's really interesting is that they are sort of that boring, straight-ahead team when all of their personnel is just so interesting, right? Like right. They have guys that we totally. love to talk about. Totally. Totally. And that, that's also part of it as well. Yeah, I mean, I, everything about it is is being under-hyped. And I think part of that is because Vegan's not a hype machine like some of these coaches are, specifically like the last head coach of Montana State, perhaps the greatest hype machine that ever lived, and Jeff Choate. Choate was at the game last week against Idaho State because Texas had a bye. I was so interested. I, did, I, I tried to touch base with him. It never worked out. Uh, I'm get, definitely going to call him down the stretch here this year just to see what's going on, check in, see, see how he's doing, whatever. Um, but I, I just, I'm dying to know what he thought of watching that team because he made that team. He built that team. Those dudes are his dudes. And uh, I, I just, uh, it was probably so fascinating for him, particularly because last week that game was like a Jeff Choke game, right? Like a 27 to nine, just throttle you with the run game. Can't throw the ball at all, but Isaiah Fonse is still on the team. So it was just so funny that it was like a back to the future for Choke. Like he, he must have thought he was watching uh, the 2019 Bobcats again. Yeah, really interesting, man. Those Choke teams, I mean, what do you think is the biggest difference between those show teams in this one is just aside from the coach. I mean, is there anything in the way they play? Absolutely. 
I, I said this, uh, Jeff Choate is so fascinating because of how polarizing almost everything that he does is. By the way, thanks so much for the Halloween costume text. Keep them coming in. I, I love uh, an Uncle Rico costume. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. ABBA, that's also good. Boo from Monsters, Inc., that's also good as well. You listen to Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas, coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Montana hosts Southern Utah tomorrow. You want to go to the game? We got a pair of tickets for you. All you got to do is call us right now, 406 1029 That's 406-888-1029. Caller number three, we have two tickets in the north end zone for you. So call us right now, 888-1029. Caller number three, I got two tickets to tomorrow's Grizz football game for you. To answer that question, because it's, 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 a, it's a good one. Choate is one of the most fun coaches to cover, not only because he's such a good talker, but because of the volatility that exists within games. Sometimes Montana State would come armed with a game plan that was so good, they would just trash opponents. Sometimes they would come armed with one where you're like, what is actually happening right now? What are these guys doing? What are they running? How is this happening? And But Choate would then lose his temper or, or just... just start boiling, and he would just say, you know what, screw it. We're going to do what we do, throw the game plan out the window, throw the script out the window. Like against Northern Arizona on a rainy, windy Bozeman afternoon, they, Montana State was down 31-14. They pull Tucker Rovick, they put Travis Johnson in at quarterback, and they run the zone read 23 plays in a row. And they come all the way back and win. They rally from a three-score deficit without throwing the football with a receiver playing quarterback. Unbelievable. Uh, that, but that to, to see, like to have the ability of a, as a coach to turn what was a disastrous start into a win, not by overcomplicating it or making adjustments, but by going straight to your bread and butter. That was so appealing to watch. But also, that's where I'm at with this cat team, is Brent Vegan is just so steady. They don't they don't screw around. Like, they just run everything so crisply. Their efficiency is so good. I honestly think the fact that you got a bunch of dudes who have choke-like mentalities and love that sort of enthusiastic way of playing football, and then you have this CEO-type coach who's never too high, never too low, and he's just using all the weapons to perfection, I actually think it's like this marriage made in heaven. It's like the best thing that could have ever happened to this group of guys. That said... That's what I've been saying ever since this hire was made. We will not know about Montana State football and where they're at in the Brent Vegan era until next year. Because, you know, like I, I always say this with, with both programs, there's great development that happens for both the Cats and the Grizz. There's great stories. There's been several coaches that have been great recruiters. But sometimes you just get lucky. Sometimes Lex Hilliard just grows up in Kalispell, Montana, and he wants to become a Grizz. That guy grows up in Boise, Idaho. That guy's going wherever he wants. Stanford. Any, I mean, anywhere. Oregon. Lex Hilliard's going anywhere if he grows up somewhere besides Kalispell, Montana. Just like Troy Anderson's playing at Texas or Oklahoma or Alabama or Georgia if he doesn't grow up in Dillon, Montana, and his sister isn't a track athlete at Montana State. So... Can Brent Vegan find that sort of luck like some of these coaches do? But more importantly, can he recruit? Because Troy Anderson aside, so many of these guys on this team were recruited by Choate and also our good friend Ty Gregorak, who's a regular contributor here on this show and Skyline Sports. I mean, 
Ty Gregorak brought them Lewis Kidd. Ty Gregorak brought them Ty Okada. Ty, Gre- Ty Gregorak brought them Isaiah Fonse. You're talking three of the best players in the conference that uh, a couple guys were able to recruit into that program. So that's where Montana State is going to pivot is can they replace the talent? The style, and uh, I think it actually fits their university really well. The style of play fits this team well. But at the end of the day, it's all about players. Like, are the Grizz way better with under Bobby Houck because of the schemes that they run? Not nearly as much as because their players are just better. That's exactly and – and they put their best players in positions to succeed better. That's where we're at well, with Montana State. But it is an interesting one because Montana State's off this week. And they're heading to Eastern Washington next week. Eastern also off. So we have sort of a one of the first showdowns. The I, I've been I've been bemoaning and complaining about the bottom half of this league for a couple weeks now. And you know, everybody said, uh, well, as always, the feedback's always, well, there's always one or two win teams in the league. Of course, when you have a 13 team league, the records are not what I'm talking about. A two win team, though, in the Big Sky, we I've seen multiple two win Big Sky teams that were very good, like the 2016 Montana State team, or I've seen multiple Idaho State teams that were like two or three win teams that were much better than some of these teams in the league right now. So uh, it, it's just fascinating to see. But I guess what the point there is, though, that that makes the bigger games even bigger. Like when the showdowns arrive, that's why it's unfortunate that Sac State only had one showdown. That's why it's unfortunate that Weber and Montana don't play because it would be so fun to have most most of these showdowns, but it's just not that's just not the way it is. So, anyways, Bobcats have a bye; they're off this week. Montana they host Southern Utah. Do we do we have a winner for the tickets, or should we prompt it again? Okay, uh, we have two tickets to tomorrow's football game: Montana hosting Southern Utah. These tickets are in the North End Zone. So. All you got to do is call us, 406-888-1029. We were looking for caller number three. We got a couple calls. So the next caller, we're going to give you these tickets. So just give us a call. Next caller, we got these tickets for you, 406-888-1029. All you got to do is call us and then come see us tomorrow for our pregame tailgate show. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas, being joined right now by Andrew Houghton. Uh, if you're wondering why, if you're watching on TV or on YouTube, I've been switching sides of the table. Andrew sits in our production studio, which is on the other side of the glass, which you can't see uh, on the television. And uh, so when I'm bringing him into the show, I don't want to just have him talk to the back of my head. It's just weird. I like to talk to my friend and colleague here. So um, that's why I've been playing musical chairs. Since it is a Friday, Rajim Seabrook, he'll be coming in. He had a little bit of a uh, situation to deal with, but hopefully everything's all good. But he'll be coming in about 4.45 or 5 o'clock, and uh, we're going to talk all the way around the world of football, not just Montana State or Montana, but also NFL and high school football. Uh, But just a couple closing thoughts on college football for now. Tomorrow, I think the other thing about the Southern Utah game tomorrow is that most of the time, if there's a team that was in a league that then was leaving said league, there'd be some nostalgia and also some, you know, I want to see this team one last time. Is there a Big Sky member? That's just not the case for Southern Utah because they've only been in the Big Sky for eight years. <laughs> and that's the other most interesting part about this with Southern Utah moving out. They're moving to the WAC, but what's the WAC going to be? Because right now, we're seeing a bunch of fracturing going on in college football. The Sun Belt is after everybody. 
And a couple of the teams that they're after include Sam Houston. They they call themselves Sam Houston now. I'm so accustomed to Sam Houston State. Regardless, Sam Houston, Sam Houston State, whatever you want to call it. And Stephen F. Austin. Or maybe going to the Sun Belt now. So if that happened, uh, it would basically be uh, leaving Southern Utah high and dry. What's that league built upon if it's just Southern Utah and Dixie State and, you know, Rio Grande Valley State and all these other uh, upstart slash not very marketable football programs. I don't know where the whack is at. So Southern Utah's departure will also. Uh, but, but again, there's not a lot of fanfare around their departure. If looking for somebody to watch tomorrow on Southern Utah, though, I do think Justin Miller, the quarterback, is pretty good. And I think that Braxton Jones, number 77, big offensive tackle, he's probably the best pro prospect in the league. And every NFL team has been through there uh, so far this season. They're projecting him right now as a fourth to fifth round pick, which is incredible for a big sky offensive lineman. So he's a guy that uh, he's got the size, 6'7", 310, and uh, he, he's definitely a guy worth watching. Uh, Andrew, I know you've done a little bit of research on Southern Utah. Did, first of all, when you were in Pocatello covering Idaho State, did you see Southern Utah in the spring? We saw them. Well, I saw them play, but not live because they were down in Cedar City. So Idaho State went down there. Right. And I was just watching it on the stream. I was actually watching it while I was at high school state basketball tournaments. So I was sitting in the, the Nampa Center, whatever, in Nampa, Idaho, with the Idaho State Southern Utah game on one screen and state championship basketball games in front of me. I thought they looked really good in the spring. It was a really good game. The game that Idaho State drove down and won on a last-second field goal. One of Tyler Vanderwall's best moments of the season for Idaho State. And, uh, you know, it was really back and forth. I think it was like 35-34 or something. That was, of course, what happened to Southern Utah every game in the spring. I mean, they, they lost every game last possession. Whatever, whatever. Justin Miller looked really good. He was he, He's accurate. He gets the ball out quickly. But he was taking some shots downfield in that game, too. He really, really impressed me in that game. I think he's really good. I mean, just individual talent-wise, he's top half of the league, right? That's what I thought when I ranked him for Skyline Sports before the season. I mean, yeah. I, I had him right up there. I mean, he's got all the the talent, the intangibles. He's just taken a step backwards in every every facet of the game. I mean, his calling card is... The accuracy, he was completing 66% of his passes in the spring. That's dropped almost five percentage points, and he's turning the ball over more, and he's not getting the big plays as much as he was in the spring. So it's been, you know, when all three of those hit at the same time, it really, really takes the level of play down. But his potential, I mean, is is right up there, and he has thrown for 300 yards or more in each of the last two games. So maybe starting to turn it around, maybe starting to find some more chemistry with the receivers. I don't know what it is. It also just might be schedule effects, right? Because they were playing an easier schedule last two games. But regardless, some good signs for Miller and Southern Utah the last couple weeks. Southern Utah in town tomorrow. Congratulations to Rob, our winner for our two tickets. Appreciate you listening. Thanks for calling in. What are you wearing for your Halloween costume? Text us, 888-1029. That's 888-1029. That'll get you entered into our fall giveaway. That's not the only way to enter. That is actually, this is the one time only you will be able to enter this way. But we're doing it as a Halloween special. So text us, 888-1029. Need something to do tonight? That's pretty cool. Vertex Fitness and the Apex Bistro. Apex Bistro is in Vertex Fitness. Vertex Fitness right there uh, on Russell Street. Great new gym here in town. They have collaborated with University of Montana Switchback Records to hold two outdoor concerts on the roof deck, including the second of those two tonight. Starts here about half an hour. 
Wolf and Moons. Wolf and the Moons, excuse me, is the uh, artist playing tonight at uh, the rooftop there at Apex Bistro. The concerts are free and open to the public. Vertex and Apex are donating 10% of the proceeds directly to the local artists to continue to support the Missoula music scene. They have food, beverage, and beer specials available at the Apex Bistro, and they also have some heating lamps as well. So I know it's a little chilly outside, but they'll keep you warm up there. Also, speaking of colder weather coming along... The first snowflakes just around the corner. Winter enjoyment starts in the gym. Make this winter your strongest yet and tackle mountain sports by getting ready at Vertex Fitness. They have all sorts of training for you, whether you're a skier, border, hiking, snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, whatever. They got training for you. Snow sport training in groups starts soon. You can email training at vrtxfitness.com. That's training at vrtxfitness.com. Nuana is now ESPN Radio. What's going on on the pitch? What's going on on the gridiron? Get you all caught up and all prepped for a big weekend of postseason prep sports. High school soccer, high school football playoffs coming at you right here on Nuanas Now. Keep the dial, 1029 ESPN Missoula. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The state title matches in prep soccer are set, and the playoff bracket for prep football is officially out. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In Class AA, the boys' soccer playoffs will have a different state title match than most of the last decade. Missoula Hellgate will make a run for its third straight state title with a match against Kalispell Glacier after the Wolfpack ousted Bozeman 2-1 earlier this week. Hellgate defeated Bozeman in each of the last two Class AA state title matches. The AA Girls Championship will feature Billings West, a 5-1 victor over Missoula Hellgate on Tuesday against Bozeman Gallatin, who upset Helena High earlier this week. In Class A girls soccer, Laurel will make its ninth consecutive state title match appearance in search of its third straight championship and fifth since 2014 in a match against rival Billing Central. In Class A boys, Whitefish is on the hunt for its ninth state title, including fourth in a row with a state title rematch against Columbia Falls looming on Saturday. Finally, playoff brackets around high school football are set, and the Class AA features four primetime showdowns tonight, including a doubleheader in Electric City. Helena Cal- Capital plays at Great Falls CMR at 3 p.m. before Missoula Big Sky plays at Great Falls High at 7 p.m. Bozeman Gallatin plays its first ever playoff game at Helena High, while Kalispell Glacier hosts Billings Senior. Sentinel, Bozeman, Billings West, and Butte each have buys. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Insane in the membrane of all the shows that have come to Missoula, man. I've seen a lot of shows since I started at Missoula Broadcasting Company. I can't tell you how thankful I am for that fun and that opportunity. It's definitely the best part about working here is just the... uh, 
just the knowledge that the show's going on. Like everybody's talking about it every time there's a show. Did you just go to the show last night. So fun working with all our music colleagues. If you ever change the dial from 1029 ESPN Radio, like you're listening to right now, just change it up a couple notches. You can get up to 1033 The Trail. You can also take it a couple more notches up to 1045 The U, or you can take it up to 1059 Jack FM. Those are our sister stations. They're all rocking. Shout out to Aubrey and Mike and Tommy and Robert and everybody that does a great job running all our music stations here in Missoula Broadcasting Company. Really fun being involved with all that. But of all the concerts that have been in Missoula, I think that the craziest one for me, the one that I just never thought I would ever be seeing this band in Missoula, more than Pearl Jam, more than Rolling Stones, more than Incubus, was Cypress Hill, man. Because Cypress Hill is just sort of a moment in time. They're very niche. They're, I mean, this is a stereotypical thing to say, but they're not that Missoula. <laughs> but uh, they are awesome. And uh, it was so fun watching them this summer. One of the best concerts I went to all summer. So a little Cypress Hill bringing you back here on a Friday. Hope you're rocking out, having a great Friday. This is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I am Coulter Nuanas. We are broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport is located here in Missoula at the corner of Stevens and Mount. You also have just a couple days left all the way until Sunday. It's Trucktober down at Northwest Motorsport. That means as low as 1.99% APR financing on their extensive inventory of trucks. More than 1,600 trucks. The largest inventory in the Pacific Northwest. So visit Northwest Motorsport online or in Missoula. Online it's nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. This is funny. A lot oftentimes I got my Twitter feed up just to see if there's any pertinent or breaking news or to just uh, you know quickly look up scores or things like that. And uh, somehow, some way, there's just a random tweet up here and it's from uh there's these new there's this new trend in uh, no context whatever no context athletes no context uh ice cream whatever well there's a no context lacrosse account and this picture <laughs> is of my good friends Tucker Sargent and Ben Buskey as well as the University of Montana lacrosse team this is I don't even know how this landed on my timeline but it is no context lacrosse and it is Tucker and Ben and the Grizz lacrosse team on the Twitter hilarious I love it <laughs> Time now for Prep Extra, presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Soccer is almost to the end. The championship matches for AA and A, boys and girls, take place tomorrow. That's Saturday, October 30th. And here's where we're at. Girls AA. It'll be Billings West versus Bozeman Gallatin, the first ever appearance in the Class AA state championship game for Bozeman Gallatin, which has only been a high school for two years. Gallatin handed Helena High their first loss of the season, 1-0 on Tuesday, to punch that ticket. Billings West, they ended a great year by the Hellgate Knights. The Missoula Hellgate girls lost 5-1 to Billings West. Keep those Halloween costume texts coming in. If you want to get entered into our fall giveaway, somebody says there are going to be a Titleist golf ball. I love that. I don't even know how you do that, but I love that. Uh, but West knocked out Hellgate 5-1. to one. So Billings West versus Bozeman Gallatin in the uh, 
girls double-A state championship for soccer. And then on the boys' side, Hellgate, the two-time defending state champs, they are into the championship round again. I believe it's their seventh championship round appearance since 2010, so they are certainly a dynasty of dynasties. Gunner for their third straight title, they'll take on Kalispell Glacier. It's been Bozeman-Hellgate for the last several years in the AA state championship, but Glacier knocks out Bozeman. So good for the Wolfpack. Um, would have been fun to have a, a Bozeman-Hellgate round three. That would have been great. But uh, regardless, congratulations to Glacier. So Hellgate gunning for a third straight state title against Glacier. That's tomorrow afternoon as well. In Class A, you already know one of the teams. It's Laurel. They're in the state title game for the ninth straight year. That's right, ninth in a row for the Laurel girls. They're seeking their third consecutive Class A championship and their fifth since 2014. They match up against rival Billings Central. In Class A boys, Whitefish is looking for their ninth title, including their fourth in a row and they have a state championship rematch from a year ago against Columbia Falls. So we'll update you on those results on Monday as well. Here's what we're going to do. We got a couple of interviews we recorded earlier this week with both Missoula Sentinel head coach Dane Oliver and Missoula Big Sky head coach Matt Johnson. The playoffs are upon us. I also want to go through some of the uh, distances that some of these teams have to travel. So we're going to put all the football all together here on Nuanas Now. More prep coverage, including prep football and bus trip mileage is one of your favorite things. I know it is right here on ESPN Radio. Keep it tuned. Nuanas Now. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Yep. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you. And I'm down for you always. KB, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Is Drake still as hot as he once was? Like, Drake was like the king of the world at one moment. I know this song is like, was pretty popular pretty recently, but I just wonder. Like, Drake was like the guy in music for a little while, and I don't know, maybe he just lost his lust. Is he still the guy? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I mean, he just had like a couple albums in a row there where it was like, how many number one songs this dude got? Like 20? Like it was every song on the album for like two albums in a row that were like number one songs. Yeah, man. He dropped an album this summer. Have you listened to it? Uh, is it good? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's just more Drake, though. I think that's where he's sort of slipping up, man. All these last couple albums sound the same to me, which is weird because he's branching out into a bunch of sounds like he is that phase where he was doing dance hall for a little bit and like he was always doing collaborations with grime rappers from the UK and stuff. He's like, he's tried to diversify the sound. Last couple just seem really, really similar to me. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. 
I want to actually, we're going to save this. We're going to save um, discussion about the mileage uh, for high school football teams this uh, this weekend for the first round of the playoffs for a little while until Rajim Seabrook arrives, awaiting his arrival. So we're going to dive into our Garden City Spotlight. Two of the three AA teams from Missoula are into the Class AA playoffs. The Sentinel Spartans earned the number one seed with a 28-14 victory over Butte. Spartans are 8-0, undefeated. 18 straight victories dating back to last season. The defending state champions at the AA level after they won their first state championship in 48 years. Sentinel's got a bye this week. Missoula Big Sky, they got in with a win over Kalispell Flathead. And uh, that means they have to go on the road to play one of the hottest teams in the state, the Great Falls High Bison. We talked to Mark Sampson yesterday about his team, their resurgence, and bouncing back from an 0-4 start to take five straight victories into the playoffs. And now Big Sky, they had a good note coming into tonight, and uh, now they have one of the more challenging matchups in the first round. So, by the way, your mileage from Missoula Big Sky to Great Falls High tonight 172 miles. So also going to get a score from you here pretty soon because it's a double header in Great Falls tonight. CMR played Helena Capital or is playing currently Helena Capital. That game started at three. Never heard of that. High school football playoff game starting at three, but two games in the Electric City tonight, including Missoula Big Sky at Great Falls High in the nightcap. So Garden City Spotlight, let's hear from Missoula Big Sky head coach Matt Johnson. Well, time now for the Garden City Spotlight, and it's a playoff edition of the Garden City Spotlight. Dane Oliver, Missoula Sentinel head coach, joins us here on Nuanas now. And Coach, congratulations on a great season. Your team has a bye this week, but how does it feel that it's playoff time around Missoula, around the state of Montana? It's always an exciting time of year. Nice to have a bye. You know, you kind of get your battle rhythm, and so um, kind of mixed feelings about being off this week, but definitely get healed up. You're ready to go. Um it's always nice to kind of just take a deep breath this time of year. Well, take us down the stretch here. First and foremost, when we talked to you last week, you're on your way to the Mining City to play one of the iconic venues in all of high school football in Montana, Naranchi Stadium. You guys take care of business, a 28-14 win over Butte to secure the number one seed. So what was the scene like in Butte, and what did you think of your guys sealing the deal and getting that top spot in the Western AA? Well, Naranchi was as advertised. You know, it was loud. Uh, we had to go to a silent count. We'd kind of been prep, prep, uh, prepping for that the past few weeks, and it was still still difficult, tough to get high school kids to, to execute um, when you can't communicate. Just, um, But I, I was just proud of us, our ability to just stay with it. We had a 28-nothing lead um, and just kind of had some injuries and couldn't snap the ball to quarterback, but we figured it out and uh, – you know, sealed the deal, but uh, offense, defense, all just kind of played a pretty good game in a tough environment. Coach Andrew Houghton here. That win wrapped up an undefeated regular season for you guys, and I know there's still plenty of goals left to achieve, but how did it feel to play through a season like that with the target on your back the whole way? It's different. You know, people take chances. They run fakes and special teams. You get your everybody's best shot. Uh, so that's kind of a new position for us. I, proud of our ability to just, you know, each week 
get be- get a little bit better, focus on the present moment, um, handle some difficult scenarios and difficult situations, and got a pretty veteran bunch looking back, uh, guys that have played in a lot of big games, and I think that shows throughout the year our ability. We didn't panic when we got down or heading to the fourth quarter against Glacier. We were losing, and we just keep just, you know don't pay attention to the scoreboard, just keep playing, and uh, we got some pretty good players right now. Players definitely make everything else go a lot more smoothly, but it seems like the mentality of your team, too, has been a key. So what, if any, have been the biggest obstacles you think your, your squad has overcome this year, and uh, how have you guys been able to do that? How have you been able to o- overcome obstacles? Because it's not always as easy as it seems. No, I think, uh, you know, even last week, we were down four offensive starters at one point in that Butte game, and just young guys stepping up, making plays. Um, you know, we had coaches that were – that we're a little beat up and sick and so you know just you have to be extra cautious in this day and age so we're down coaches we're down players at various times through the year and just the the next man up mentality is kind of the approach and just um i think this coaching staff's been together a long time too so we just understand things are going to happen and just you know be humble go to work each day have great communication uh take care of our kids uh, build that family atmosphere and and you get the product that we have right now which is the scoreboard is uh taking care of itself because i think the the players are they care about one another and and just have that kind of team unified family atmosphere and it can go a long way Coach, I'm curious what you're doing with this week of practice. Of course, you you don't know who you'll be playing next week in your first game in the playoffs. You guys, like I said, just finished an undefeated season. I mean, what more do you really have to work on with this team? Yeah, well, there's there's plenty to work on. I think it's getting guys healed up has been the focus this week, and that allows some younger guys to to get some reps in practice. Uh, a big emphasis on fundamentals, kind of like the first day of two-a-days. Um, doing some special teams work, some basic fundamental football, and then uh, did a study table Tuesday, checked all their grades, did some team alignment stuff, some some, some mindset training, um, came back yesterday on Wednesday, had a good practice outside, and then we'll head to the stadium today and be a defensive emphasis, and then we'll go bowling Friday, uh, get a little competition in a different atmosphere, and uh, bring them back Saturday morning to lift, and then we'll be ready for game prep because we'll know who we're playing. Well, now, who's the best bowler on this team? Well, Charlie Kurgan will tell you he's the best, but we'll, I guess we'll find out. we got a coach's team showing up. Uh, a couple of these kids think they're pretty good. I guess I'll stay tuned on that. I'll let you know who, who's pretty good. Well, Charlie could definitely throw a baseball pretty hard, so maybe he could throw a bowling yeah. ball pretty hard, too. Yeah, we'll see. He's, you know, he's got his own little – he's got shoes. He's got the ball. He's got the shirt, so he looks the part, but – as we talk about all the time, it's got to be men of action, not just, you know, not hype. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Dave Oliver joining us, Missoula Sentinel head coach and uh, maybe new bowling coach as well. It's the Garden City Spotlight. Sentinel Spartans, number one seed in the state playoffs, and they await a to-be-determined opponent. Coach, what do you think of the new playoff format? Uh, I know it's a couple years in now, but what do you think of this, this conferences and the bye and the reseed and all that stuff? <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. Uh, I, I, yeah, you know, I was AD and kind of was a, a part of it, and they, and I don't know what the right formula is. And I remember the old coaches when I was a young coach. Go, coach, it all works out. The the best team ends up winning this thing. So um, that's kind of the approach we take. You're going to end up playing somebody. I'm happy that to play somebody in a different conference. Um, I I don't know if I like a 
a matchup in the quarters where we're playing the team we've already played. Um, so, I don't know. I like that crossover aspect they have going in this first round. Um, and we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, the conference championship being rewarded with your lock seed is cool. Um, so, I don't know. It's really the first year. Last year, we didn't have non-conference game. So, this is the first time we've been through it with this format. Uh, so, the jury's still out. Well, what do you think of the, some of the first-round matchups? Because I know that uh, you have an eager eye on all of them, but uh, anything that stands out to you about the, the games that will take place on Friday night? Well, you know, I know a lot of the West teams, so I think it's more intrigued with uh, the East matchups. Capital CMR, I think that could be a, a toss-up. Um, you know, the Great Falls, Big Sky traveling up there. Um, and so, you know, seniors got to go clear across the country to play Glacier. I just don't get in the business of trying to predict 17, 18 year old boys and how they're going to play. So it's just kind of, we'll see. Um, we'll see. I, I do know that um, there's a likelihood that we're probably going to play a team from the East. If big sky upsets um, great falls, then that's the team we're going to play. So other than that, that's the only scenario we'd play a team from the West. So we're kind of getting a pre-scout on a lot of East teams um, and we'll go from there. Coach, last thing I wanted to ask you, I mean, those two touchdowns you gave up against Butte last week when you were already up 28-0, I think those are the first points your defense has given up in about a month. How How's yeah. the defense gotten to that point? I mean, what what level are they playing at right now? Well, yeah, they're playing at a high level. I think it goes back to the coaching staff and getting those guys ready to go. And, you know, one thing that our defense do, they run the ball really well. Um and so I think they're very well coached. They they play with great energy and enthusiasm, and it's amazing how much just effort can make up for a structural mistake. So if you miss a line, but if you run the ball, uh, that, that can kind of save you. So we got some good team speed, some smart football players. You know, I feel bad because I think those points they gave up were on the offense. You know, we had a, a center injury. The backup snapped it over his head, gave him the ball on the five, and then we went to our third string, and he snapped it over his head. So – I don't know if I'd put that on the defense, I, uh, but but um, it is what it is. They're not really into those shutouts. They're about winning ball games, and couldn't be more proud of the the progress they've made. Well, Coach, I know that the city of Missoula, state of Montana, definitely proud of you guys for all that you've accomplished so far. But I know the quest is not over yet, so we will look forward to following it, and uh, we will certainly catch up with you next week. But enjoy the bowling alley first and foremost, and uh, best of luck with the scout moving forward. We'll catch up with you soon. Well, it's great talking to you guys, and we look forward to catching up next week. So you go, Dane Oliver. I know I teased Matt Johnson, but the uh, the bits got kind of reorganized, and when you press play, there's really no going back. So, eh, I think you guys probably figured it out. We were talking about Sentinel, so I think you probably. I mean, I got mad trust in all you listeners. I think that uh, you, you had it on lock. So, without further ado, Garden City Spotlight continues here on ESPN Missoula. Nuanas now. Missoula Big Sky head coach Matt Johnson, his team playing at Great Falls. This evening, we caught up with Matt Johnson earlier this week. Well, happy now. For more of the Garden City Spotlight, yeah. with Missoula Big Sky head coach Matt Johnson, it's the playoff edition of the Garden City Spotlight. Missoula Big Sky travels to Great Falls High on Friday night. And, Coach, congratulations on the playoff berth. Probably makes things a little easier these days. Uh, how you doing? Probably feeling pretty proud of your guys for making their way to the postseason. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, it's a long season, and get to the end and it's a reward for the kids and the hard work they put in. And uh, we all end up taking a different path to get there, but you know, we'll take it. 
Well, you guys got into the playoffs by beating Kalispell Flathead, and uh, so I want to ask you a two-part question. One, what went well against Flathead? But two, what was it like for you coaching against a guy like Alex Cummings? Because I know Cummings played him as a little big guy. He played for you, so uh, that must have been kind of a cool experience for you to go against one of your old players. Yeah, for sure. Alex both played for me and coached for me, uh, which which is pretty unique, and uh, glad to see he's in a good spot up there, and I think he's doing a heck of a job, you know, really saw their team grow like through the film. I could see them getting better and it's not all great, you know, last game of the year and they're, they're still plugging away. But, um, you know, things that I thought we were able to do well against them, we ended up throwing the ball extremely well. I think our quarterback was 19 at 26 maybe and threw for 270 yards. So we were able to have different avenues. We threw the long ball pretty well, a lot of intermediate and short routes. So thought we did a really good job of that and, and protecting them. Well, Coach, you're in the playoffs. Now you're playing one of the hottest teams in the state going over to Great Falls to play the Bison. They started 0-4. They're 5-0 and in their last five, including the Crosstown win over CMR to finish the season. What have you seen from them, especially their progression as the season has gone on? Well, I'll tell you, the, you know, part of it they started off you know, against Butte and Helena non-conference and uh, both those teams were pretty good and, and got after them early. And um, slowly as they got into the meat of their schedule, they, they kept getting better. And the the biggest thing they have going for them is they, they have a dude at quarterback. Uh, he's a big kid. He's strong. He's fast. I think he took second in the hundred last year as a sophomore and uh, long jump 22 plus feet won the long jump and he's six five, two hundred pounds and so that causes a lot of issues and I think you see that a lot right now in, in double A and I've seen it before, you know, when Butte had Cook, um, you know, Sandals Q B right now, the quarterback at Helena, you know, you get you get those big quarterbacks like that and, and he's got a lot of skill, they can make a lot of a lot of difference in the game and things that are hard to account for. You know, you can be in perfect coverage and he breaks contain and goes for twenty. So we get we get our work cut out for us taking care of him, but uh, you know I think our kids are up for it. Matt Johnson joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. He's the head coach of Missoula Big Sky. They take on Great Falls High Friday night in the Electric City. And, Coach, we mentioned Reed Harris, the Great Falls High quarterback. You and I uh, were spending some time together this summer at Marty Morningwake's quarterback camp. And I know Harris was one of the standouts that was there. And we kind of thought, looking at him, that he looked like a a great athlete with a lot of potential. Uh, But have you seen him evolve as a quarterback? I mean, does he look like a true quarterback now when you watch him on film? You know, um, yeah, we did see him this summer, and, and we saw a lot of that potential. And one thing I thought was interesting is, you know, how accurate would he be in that? So, you know, we went through and looked, and he can be, and he can throw the ball on a rope. Uh, there's one play he throws it 55 in the air, 55 yards in the air um, on the money. So he he can do that. It definitely – I still see a young side in him as a quarterback. Uh, when he gets flushed, pulls his eyes from being downfield, you know, and wants to use his leg and athleticism to get you. So, um, you know, he's he's developed and and he's a scary prospect. And I think down the road, especially for him only being a junior, um, they'll have some big things coming. 
Coach, we talked about Great Falls being one of the hotter teams in the state. Your own team has come on a little bit here at the end of the season, especially closing the season with the win over Flathead. How's this Big Sky team different from uh, from where it was at the beginning of the year? Yeah, I mean, you definitely through the season, you're always going to you have your natural progression of growth. And feel like our our kids have we've gone through the ups and downs. Um, and where, where we started the year, we definitely looked different. Uh, we've progressed in, we started off our first game, I think we had five or six turnovers. And, you know, as we got towards the end of the year, you know, we'd have one here or there. So we've done a good job with that. Um, our kids have bought in. We've worked to try and morph how we operate offense or defense to the strength of our kids. And and I think that, that definitely has um, shown up in the last couple of weeks for sure. What have you liked just about the ways you guys have improved on each side of the ball? I mean, is there anything particular you guys have found to be sort of your, your bread and butter, so to speak, on each side of the ball? Well, you know, I would say this. Our uh, Offensively, we've kind of found that we don't put it all on one person. Really, you look at especially our wins and even, even a couple of our losses there, it's a team effort. We have a lot of different people involved. Um, and a lot of people doing different, their different duties and doing them well. And, um, I think that's huge. We look at the Hellgate game, we had five different guys score for us. You know, that, that's a good thing because each one of those kids is developing and coming along and, um, we built confidence, you know, for our quarterback and, and other players on the team that if one guy isn't really getting it done, the next guy steps up. We take on a great fall side team that's led by Mark Sampson, who we heard from yesterday here on Nuanas Now. And uh, what do you think of this great fall side team compared to some of Coach Sampson's other teams? I know he's been around for a long time, so the styles have evolved, of course. I mean, he, he was coaching from before, you know, when I was a little kid even. So he's been around college and high school football in the state of Montana forever. But does this look like a Mark Sampson coach team to you? Yeah, for sure. Definitely see offensively feel like they're still doing a lot of the same stuff. You know, just have morphed it to the group of kids they got. Um, and same thing defensively. Kind of uh, bend but don't break. Um, they didn't see a ton of blitzing by them. They're they're a team that can sit back and make you make a mistake. Uh, they're pretty big and physical up front. And um, kind of reminds me of the team they had all back when we played them in 2017. Um, you know, per, pretty solid, pretty fundamental. Um so, you know, it's going to be a challenge. Well, Coach, best of luck on Friday night. Big Sky in the playoffs. The playoffs are here, and it should be fun to follow all across the state of Montana. But to you and your team, appreciate you giving us all this time uh, throughout the season. And best of luck on Friday night. Yep, sounds good. Thank you, and always appreciate you guys. So you go, Matt Johnson, one of the best. His team at Great Falls High, 7 p.m. tonight. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. The main man, Rajim Seabrook, is in studio with me. Talk all things NFL and high school football playoffs. Keep it right here. Nuanas now. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 